Oh no. Wait. We're good. Never mind. I have very important news for you, Grant. I am anxious to hear. I'm anxiously awaiting the news. Well, it's, it's more that I have very important news for me that I would like to share with you. Okay. March 18th. New courses are coming to Mario Kart. Ooh. Strictly speaking, they're old courses that have been remastered uh, to be mm. done on the Switch version of Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8. Yeah, but... the old, new old courses. Exactly. But that's fine by me because I the only other version of Mario Kart that I played a lot of was Nintendo DS version, and that was a long time ago. And I guess I've have played like I've played a few others, but you know it's, those courses will essentially be brand new to me. Mm-hmm. The only one that I specifically remember that I'm excited for because it's in the first batch of released courses is Choco Mountain, Ooh, which was first on tasty. the Nintendo 64 version of Mario Kart. I didn't even remember there was a or no there was a Nintendo sixty four Mario Kart. Yeah, man. Damn. It's very hard to play when you're used to playing a modern version of Mario Kart. Oh, I bet. <laughs> the physics don't feel quite the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like uh, they Mar- uh, Nintendo announced this if several weeks ago they had their annual conference where they announced things or whatever it is, you know. Uh, their little event. I don't even remember what it was called. Like Nintendo Direct or something like that. And they announced that for an extra, I think it was like $24, you will get 48 extra courses released over uh, the next like two years, basically. They'll be dropped in six batches of eight each. So I'm really excited for that because that doubles the number of courses that will be available to me. Mm-hmm. So, not not that they needed to give me anything else to play on Mario Kart. Like, I was perfectly happy being very good at the courses that already exist, <clears> but now I have something new to learn. Mm-hmm. So, I think it'll be fun. So, you have... It's like... No, that's Pokemon. <laughs> say, no, go go ahead. Like, what were you going like to say? You got to catch them all. And I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and it's... So, I guess I'm more loopy than I thought I was. <laughs> got to race them all. Yeah. <laughs> wait. <I will>. Wait. <laughs> Uh, who's this mario kart track (laughs) it's clefairy (laughs) Uh, i forgot about that i started seeing that meme going around recently with the diglet and i i'd forgotten that Uh, aaron and i were watching the the original show a couple years ago I introduced it to her, or reintroduced it. I don't remember if she'd ever seen it before. But you can go on, like, Pokemon.tv or something, and it's, like, a legit, like, it's just the actual Pokemon website, but it just has all of the old TV show just available to watch online for free, mm. which is pretty sweet. Is it the same one that's on Netflix? Because at least there was oh, one on Netflix for is. a while. There is? It, it might, it was, like, definitely years am ago. I haven't logged into Netflix on this computer. I am. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see if there's Pokemon. Uh, there is a lot of Pokemon. Um, none of this looks like... These are all newer versions. None of these are the original version. Okay. A lot of these are just movies. Um, 
But yeah, it's all these like specific Pokemon journeys, master journeys. Mm. Uh, yeah, so these are all newer iterations on the original show. Yeah. So if I ever get back to that original show, maybe I'll see what else is out in the Pokemoniverse. Mm-hmm. But... Pokemoniverse. Yu-Gi-Oh's yeah. on, on here, though. One whole season of Yu-Gi-Oh. I wonder if it's the original. 2005. That seems right to me. Wait, that's on Netflix? Because I would yeah. low-key watch like at least the first like episode or Maybe two. there only ever was one season because there's 49 episodes in this oh one gosh. season. I guess they just had one very long season of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Maybe. Huh. I remember being freaked out by Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon was much more my speed when both of these things were popular. <laughs> yeah. I also never played Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, I never had any of the cards, so I was always confused about what was going on. But the concept of the Shadow Realm definitely was a bit more scary than, oh, your small, mm-hmm. cute little uh, animal that you just captured in a ball uh, mm-hmm. got passed out for a few minutes, and then an animal doctor will just clean it right up. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I wanted to share with you is I went to the dentist today. Ooh. Always always an exciting time in a young man's life when he decides to go to the dentist for the first time in, you know, an unspecified amount of time. <laughs> How'd it go? It was mostly fine. Like, I, I have to get a couple fillings, which I kind of expected. Um, I'll, I'll admit that, that I... I do not have a good track record at the dentist. It's not hor- it's not horrific, you know, mm-hmm. but it historically hasn't been amazing. So I was sort of preparing myself for something, right? So I have to get a couple fillings. They also gave me a fancy toothpaste to try out. Uh, oh. So that's kind of exciting. It's made by 3M, which was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like actual, like it's like labeled 3M? Yeah. That seems odd. Yeah. Well, because it's like a super enriched fluoride and minimal mineral toothpaste thing. That sounds weird. Yeah, it's it's to make sure that I don't keep screwing over my teeth, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are specific rules. I have to, first of all, the instructions on there use the word extirpate. What? The... Which is like bold using such what such a specific language to explain someone how to use this thing, but I'm pretty yeah, sure I... extirpate just means to like get rid of or spit out. <laughs> I thought that was like extricate. Uh, that's an extricate is to remove. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I definitely, had n- I'd never even heard that extirpate was a word. If you asked okay. me if it was a word, I would have said you were making it up to make me feel <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, it's a word. I-, I had heard it before, but luckily the dentist did not use those words. She did not like read the instructions off the box. She told me beforehand what I needed to do, which is basically, yes, when you are done with this, just spit it out. Don't rinse your mouth for half an hour. Mm. just let it like spit it out and then let whatever you don't manage to spit out just kind of chill in your mouth and then rinse it out after half an hour yeah you gotta have the teeth marinating in it exactly so i have to use that at night but hopefully that means that you know dentist visits won't be costly in the future i mean i have insurance i could you know but still it adds up Mm -hmm. so 
But yeah, like, it was fine. It was more just, like, this is the first time going to the dentist completely on my own. Like, on my own insurance and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So it was, I, I had no clue what to expect. Because even when I was picking out insurance from my work, it was never clear to me how good my dental insurance was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're, I was basically given two options. You pay this amount per month and you get $1,000 worth of coverage. Yeah. Or you pay this much per month and you get $2,000 worth of coverage. And I'm sitting there like, I have no idea at all what it costs to go to the dentist. Yeah, I have no concept for this thing. Yeah, at all, right? And so it turns out, had I taken better care of my teeth, $1,000 would have been like totally plenty, right? Because I have to go back and do the fillings, and then again in the fall, you know, I'll have to go back for my six-month cleaning, check-in, whatever, right? I'll Mm -hmm. probably end up having to pay a little bit out of pocket, and in fact, I actually pay, had to pay a little bit out of pocket today. Um, but luckily, I also threw a nut, my medical insurance, I have like a health savings account, which I normally completely forget that I have. And so there's a lot of money in it that I've like not used. And you have to use it? Well, no, I don't. It rolls over. That's a nice thing about an HSA versus like a... Is it like an FSA? Did I, I think? have an FSA then? That's probably what it was. I FSAs are yeah. where they they do not roll over, but an HSA rolls over, and it's like your account to have. Even though, like, even if I get rid of my work insurance, I'd still have that account to use until I burn out the money. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so, different. but but there are more. I mean, the difference is an FSA is a flexible spending account, like it's pre-tax, yes. but you can use it on basically anything. Versus an HSA. There are much stricter limits on what you're allowed to use it on, which is why most of the time I don't think to use it because I don't have like prescriptions that I buy. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a com- very common use case for an HSA. It's like you pay yeah. at the pharmacist or for other like other pharmaceutical type of things, you know, like birth control and the first aid stuff. All this sort of stuff can fall under, um, yeah, an HSA. But I never have any of that. I never remember that I have it. But for this appointment, I was like, I bet, like, I'm going to go prepared because I don't know what I'm getting into, right? <laughs> so I'm going to mm-hmm. go prepared with my HSA debit card. And sure, like, it, you know, it, it registered, it worked. So at least I get to use it on something. Dope. Yep. <clears throat> but my teeth feel clean. Um, This actually, though, despite the fact that I do have to get a couple of fillings, I did feel kind of good going in there. Or, or leaving, rather. Because you know how... Well, I'm assuming you know this. I, I assume this is a universal experience. I'm sure there's a handful of people out there who have ex- excellent dental hygiene and don't feel this way. But you leave after getting your teeth cleaned by the hygienist, and you're moving your tongue around, and you're like, wow, these aren't even my teeth. <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. You're just yeah. making me think of something funny. <laughs> okay, what is it? I feel like I might have told you this. This is it's like a story. Okay, go for it. Uh, I'm gonna. So it's a story of the time when I was made uh, relatively uncomfortable by uh, the dental hygienist. Okay. It was it was in my young adult life. Like it wasn't in the last year or two. But Did I say you have I, muscular teeth. I I was an adult at this point. Like, so when I was, like, just setting the stage, like, when I was a little kid, I had, like, at one point I had, like, tons of cavities, and so, like, 
I always like felt bad going to the dentist. And I always felt like I had like just bad teeth, even though like ever since then, like my teeth have been great. Once I got all my adult teeth coming in, like things have been solid in general. Um, but I always like was felt bad about my teeth and I don't want to say like felt self-conscious, but like felt, felt like I didn't do a good job with my teeth or whatever. And one day I had a dental hygienist who was just complimenting my teeth, which is that like, it, like they had kind of like normal questions as they're cleaning your teeth. Like, Oh, have you had braces? And I, and I said, no, like I haven't ever had braces. And she's like, wow, that's really impressive. You have really great teeth for not having had braces. And like, she had braces at that time. And so like, I, there was something going on there. I don't know. But so she was, then started talking about like her having braces and like how just it sucks to have braces. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she made the comment of, yeah, like when you have braces, you can't even like lick your own teeth or whatever. It feels weird. Gosh, I would just love to lick your teeth. <laughs> like <laughs> not thinking, I'm sure not thinking about how it sounded uh-huh. <laughs> that she was saying like, oh, like, ha- like your teeth, like if As I had most your- of the more normal thing of I can't wait until my braces come off. She said, yeah. I would like to lick your teeth, sir. <laughs> oh, I, I could, or it was something about like, oh, I could just imagine what it would feel like to lick your teeth, like uh-huh. something like that. And I was just like, what? <laughs> you can't phrase it in a good way, no matter what. No. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, so my when, hygienist did not say that, said luckily. teeth, that's all I could think of. We just, we just chatted about the relative weather between Southern California and San Francisco for the most part. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, but yeah, Classic anyway, Midwest conversation. Yes, uh, but you you know you get that you, you understand the feeling. You get it. You get everything all nice and shiny and polished and everything, and then you feel like for me, it's my bottom teeth, my bottom front teeth, the back of them. Mm. That is where it's most evident. They're the part that I have the most trouble cleaning, and so they're the part with the most stark difference when I leave the dentist. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've had this experience many times over my life of knowing of being like wow this is so incredibly different it's unsettling and i really do need to do better about brushing my teeth in the future (laughs) because i want to minimize this feeling in the future that's kind of the goal here right Mm -hmm. but i felt like today it was not as much of a difference as it had been in the past Mm. Like, uh, like again obviously i did not do a perfect job in particular the feelings that i have to do they my dentist was very clear that look the only reason you have to get these fillings is because you do not floss enough like it is precisely where you would be flossing that this that these issues are happening you need to floss Mm -hmm. and i said and she said i don't want to bully you and i said no please bully me it's fine like (laughs) Mm. yeah please bully me (laughs) it's like little shop of horrors everyone knows that dentists are into that sort of thing Mm -hmm. Uh, that's what i'm into please bully me bully me more (laughs) but anyway uh it it felt good because before when i was like younger i like you i had cavities pretty frequently and uh, and they were all over the place it felt like you know it it was just mm-hmm. a, it was a you know a, an oops all crunchberry of <laughs> uh, <laughs> of cavity options in terms of location and cause across my mouth it felt like and so having at least improved to the point that it's narrowed down it's like all right continue my previous habits add one more and we should be pretty okay right mm-hmm. so and it also feel like 
this is how I know that I'm an adult. It's like it felt good to leave the dentist. Mm. Uh, and, and just like, cool, this is like a new stage. I'm an adult. I've, I've dealt with insurance now. Uh, I'm doing all the things. There's a reset button on my dentist timeline that hopefully I can maintain until we leave San Francisco and I have to find a new dentist, right? Mm-hmm. But the way that I found this dentist, it was basically like, what, what, <laughs> like, I go to my insurance website and do their little search of, hey, what dentists in the area take my insurance, right? Number mm-hmm. one thing. And then I sorted by distance. And then I picked this one because it was the closest one I could walk there. It was like a 20 minute walk. That's and fair. so... And I did, I did a brief little bit of research to make sure that there was no real funny business going on, as best I could tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and luckily, everything seemed on the up and up. But, yeah. So, so that was my very adult experience today. Yeah, sounds adult. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. Got all my x-rays, too. Mm. What? Do you not like getting x-rays? Do you gotta like still bite down on those paper cards? Mine weren't That's paper; just... they were pl- they were like hard plastic. Oh, uh, I like I don't know why, but I vividly remember the taste of like these. Like it's like the box or like the like the cardboard they they would make like shirt boxes out of. Yeah, at, when like, you're saying this store. now, that does sound familiar. Like... I have like this vivid memory of it for some reason. <laughs> just tasting like cardboard in huh. my mouth. Yeah, that probably that does sound vaguely familiar. My hygienist was like, "Hey, are you normally okay with X-rays? Like anything?" She she was very like cautious. I feel like, like it's like, like you, you haven't been here in a couple years. Like, no, as I don't know. Like also when they used like the fancy, really high pressure water pick for the first cleaning pass before she started using it, she was like, "Oh, like have you uh, have you like had this used on you before?" Because some people like. You know, we start using it and they've never had the feeling. It really kind of freaks them out at first. Hmm. And I was like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've had it, but either case, you can trust me to not freak out probably. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And same thing with the x-ray. She was like, like, are, are you normally okay with x-rays? Like, do you have any issues that I should know about? And maybe it's people who, like, have a tough time biting down hard or I don't know. Like, people who just, I don't know. Mm. I, I assume they're just trying to cover their bases. But it was yeah, interesting that she was like, being... Not cautious. It wasn't like she was super afraid or anything. Like, you know, but she was asking more questions to make sure I was okay than I was expecting, I guess. Which mm-hmm. is not bad. It was just curious. So, yeah, it was all just pieces of plastic. There were, I, th- I think, three pieces of plastic that, um, you know, I had to bite down in like four different places for each one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was interesting. Actually, this was interesting. I, I guess the last time I got X-rays done, I probably just wasn't paying attention. The setup maybe was a little different too. But here, I could see everything that she was doing. It was like there's a piece of plastic. They were color coded. There's a blue, a yellow, and a red one. And each one got stuck onto a little piece of metal that was covered in plastic. And then that piece of metal was hooked into a ring, and the ring Wait. had a color on it. Wait, this is the... What is this thing you're describing? I'm describing what I'm putting in my mouth. Okay, so I have a a piece of colored plastic in my mouth. Okay? (laughs) Let's say it's red. Okay. The options are red, yellow, or blue. Okay. And they're all slightly different shapes. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they want you to bite in different places and get different looks, however it works, right? Sticking out of that 
they 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 put in what looks almost like an Allen wrench, like a hex wrench. Hmm. So it so a piece so a little piece of metal goes into the piece of plastic, and then a longer piece of metal juts out of my mouth, and that is hooked into a circle that has a red slot, a blue slot, and a yellow slot, and then whatever piece of plastic is in my mouth dictates the piece of the color that this hex wrench slides into on this ring. And then this ring is sticking out at some angle, and that tells the hygienist exactly where to put the little x-ray camera. They just line up the lens of the x-ray camera onto the ring, and then it's like, cool, that's the picture that you take. And then move it to the next location, move the x-ray. Like, that's just how they do it. It was very clever. I've never seen someone. That's so cool, though. Yeah. It's like, because I was thinking about, well, how did they used to do this? I feel like I would just have a bunch of crap in my mouth all at once it felt like maybe they'd move it a couple times but it felt like i had things on both sides and then they'd just like eyeball it you know (laughs) the dentist would be there like doing a photo shoot right yeah move around snap move snap and it was all kind of like a little bit of guesswork maybe Mm -hmm. but this was much more precise which i found very interesting that's cool yeah because i remember like they would have the thing in your mouth and like they would put it in the right spot, then they would just, like, move the... <laughs> yeah, just move the camera around. Yeah, they would just, like, move it around, and they would run behind the wall, take a picture, come back, adjust the thing in your mouth, move it a little bit, take a picture. Yeah, for this one, it was... Put, there was makes... one picture for one thing in my mouth. And then they'd, huh. they'd be like, hey, open up your mouth, I'm going to move this slightly. And it would, like, move left to right, you know, but at a different angle for each colored piece, and then one picture per each movement. Mm-hmm. So maybe it took slightly longer, but it felt like they get much more repeatable information that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was very cool. I was I was overall pleased with my dental experience. Neat. I wonder how powerful dental extra... Also, wait! How did dent... Huh? I'm not going to ask these... I'll, I'll figure out the answers to my questions later. It's not important right now. Speaking of nothing, let's go to Ben by Daniel Shelton. We have a small child who is presumably the titular Ben, but I don't know. I've never read this comic before. uh, Wearing a striped sweater of sorts. Maybe it's just a regular shirt. Hard to tell. He is uh, sitting at a table, uh, a piece of paper in front of him. He is beginning to scribble, Dear Santa... In the next frame, we have... It appears that Dear Santa maybe was already on there, given how nicely it's spelled. And in the second frame, underneath Dear Santa, it says, Thank you, Y-U, for the, backwards E, gifts. Uh, Funnily enough, in the first frame, you can see scribbles on the paper. In the second frame, there's no scribbles on the paper at all. In the third frame, Ben has brought his little note to Santa, to uh, who I am presuming is his mom, but I don't know. Wearing some large glasses and another zebra-like attire shirt, uh, although sort of reverse. I would say Ben's outfit is very clearly white with black stripes versus his, his mom's is almost certainly black with white stripes. Uh, but Ben is asking, politely, do you think he'll like it? And the mom says, he'll love it. And then with a slightly more somber expression reflecting on a bygone era, the mom says, 
Sadly enough, Santa hardly gets any of these. Dot, dot, dot. Poor Santa. What a... Well, I I bet you Ben lives a very fulfilled life at his local youth group. (laughs) (laughs) That was painful to listen to. Such like a fair, this but... such a, a such a rough comic. <laughs> like I don't like. I think this Ben, based on only reading this comic, this is the Funhouse Mirror version of Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, Ben, you don't get a stuffed animal. First of all, first things first, you don't have a stuffed animal. The second of all, every single comic is just you being a polite little boy. <laughs> and and your parents talking about how things aren't like they used to be. Yeah. This is this is my immediate impression. No, it's fair. You can have whatever impression you want, I guess. With his non spiky hair and his striped sweater. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go to random and see and see what we get next. Oh no. Well this kid is even named Ben. His name is Nicholas. Wait, who's Ben? Go, so in this next one, we're going, we're speeding up three years to 2012. We have the boy in his striped sweater knocking, saying hi to some to an older man. He says, "Hi there, Grandpa," and the grandpa says, "Hi, Nicholas," and uh, Nick and the grandpa says, "Say, what's with the different socks?" And Ben is looking down at his feet. He has a whitish sock and a blackish sock. Um, Wait, who's Ben? I thought the kid was Nicholas. Sorry. I'm getting myself... Yes, his name is Nicholas, apparently. I said Ben because that's stuck in my head. And Nicholas says, Oh, and he holds up a finger. Well, my dad says it shows off my, quote, individuality and a strong sense of, quote, nonconformity. And the grandpa says, Couldn't find the matching ones, huh? And Nicholas says, We've looked everywhere. Oh, God. Like, okay, so based on that third thing, the, quote, individuality and and nonconformity... Maybe this comic is self-aware mm-hmm. that they are writing a comic about the most boring child that ever existed, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, it's been a while since I've had a good comic critique session. Oh, you call that a critique session? I would call it a roast session, but okay. <laughs> well, so one thing I didn't notice until your reading of the comic, uh-huh. um, maybe this speaks to how either closely i read it but i would like to think it's something else and i'm almost certain we've talked about this years ago but you know there's like phrases where it's like it'll like there'll be a phrase typed out and but then some of the words like they got the first letter there and the last letter there, and they mixed up the ones in the middle uh-huh and like you can still read it and sometimes you don't even notice it until like the Did third you or not fourth notice time. that anything was misspelled no not <laughs> wow. at all I had no idea until you started pointing it out. And I was like, oh, you're right. This kid's dumb. D-U-M-B dumb. Exactly. Ah, yeah, I'm so smart. (laughs) S-M-R-T. So, yeah, I thought that was was just fascinating to me. Um, And then... Oh, it, am I just gonna not even talk about this comedy? <laughs> I don't know. It's up to you, man. You're driving the conversation. Uh, okay. Something I wanted to to mention at the beginning of the episode, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> is 
just an update on my life, so I'm just going to do this now. Great. <laughs> This oh, our podcast is so well organized. Unbelievable. This is the sort of thing that that Nicholas slash Ben would do. You know what? Screw that. <laughs> you no. just sit there and be like, you know, I would just like to give you a nice little update on my life if you wouldn't mind. I, I know our format says I should be doing something else right now, but <laughs> remember how I said that I'm almost done with my coffee table last time or two times ago or something? Yes. Or maybe I didn't say this. I don't remember. You did mention that. It's that you were potentially done. staying, planning on staying up. All right. I did not stay up that whole night. Good. That was a good decision not to do that. Uh, good but constraint. It is done, and I am. Oh, it's just it's it's wonderful. I'm so not that Does I'm it fit happy through the door? to be done. Dear Lord, yes, <laughs> yes. It had to come in the door uh, before it was fully completed because it's too cold for glue to dry outside. So it had to come oh, inside okay. as pieces get glued up inside and then like finished inside as well um but yeah very exciting it's done um and i'm just it's just a it was i i think i'm just like so tired today i forgot to mention at the beginning but um it was definitely a highlight of the past week of my life kind of getting it done and getting it in my space and being like yo i I made this (laughs) thing pixar Um, didn't happen grant yeah, check your phone. Oh, dog. Oh, dog. Who are you, Randy? Nice. I'm definitely not Nicholas. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> That's looking lovely. Thank you. Make sure to take pictures of the good sides. Does it like? <laughs> I'm a little oh. confused. Does it like? Does the top move at all? No. Or is that just sort of the the hip style that you went for? The like oh. separation between the legs and the top. It's it's the hip style, my dude. Okay, um, I got nothing against it. It was just interesting. It caught my eye. It just kind of a yeah. It looks kind of like especially it's compared to our there. piece of crap coffee table where the top is quote unquote connected via pegs that were supposed to be glued in, but the glue didn't really do anything. So you can just <laughs> kind of take the top off whenever you want. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But yeah, this looks awesome. I like it. Thanks. I'm very I'm very happy with it. I feel um, like I feel like. In a future, like looking at how the legs are set up, this could like become the basis for a really cool like rocking horse. <laughs> oh, it totally could. You're so right. Because the legs are like along a single uh, dimension. You know, they're not like yeah. sticking out at angles or anything like that. Well, or they're not. They're, they, you, you know what I mean? I, I know what you mean. They literally are sticking out at angles, but <laughs> yeah, but along the same direction, they're not sticking out diagonally at yeah, an angle, they're... kind of symmetrically. Yeah, they're parallel. Yeah. But, yeah. And, Very cool. And it's just one of those things. Love like, it. I'd been, I'd been fretting about all these things that weren't perfect, and one of the big pushes that helped get me to finish it was just be like, I want it to, want to be, I want to, to look perfect from afar, but it's okay if it's far from perfect. And, mm-hmm. like, I definitely achieved that, and there were definitely some things that I wasn't happy with, uh, and, like, even a week in, it's like, I'm not even noticing them that much. And it's like, in six mm-hmm. months, I'm not going to remember they're an issue. Yeah, that's good. And so, yeah. Um, but back to this comic and what I was actually <laughs> going to talk about. Um, now that we've had two tangents, we're going to do our six degrees of separation from the actual comics. Let's talk about something right. random. Uh, so, so this kid's writing a note to Santa. Um, that note is going on paper. Mm-hmm. You would know what else is a paper product, Mark. Ooh. Um, 
paper. Note cards. When is the last time you used a note card for something? How do you feel about note cards? What's so your the last take? time I would have ever used a real-life note card would have been when I was in San Diego before the pandemic. Because I definitely had note cards, like, at my desk. They were just one of the, like, several random bits of office supplies that I got when I, you know, started there and got a desk. Hmm. Uh and so I'm pretty sure, I, I don't know what I would have used them for, but I'm pretty sure I used them for something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it's been a long time. I, I don't think I ever seriously used note cards since I used, I used them a lot when I took um, AP U.S. History. Ah, I found so that back in what, 10th grade? 11th grade. My bad. Because I... I found the way that notes were like we had like structured notes in AP Euro, but that structure was, you know, unceremoniously removed. And I realized that I wasn't doing quite as well without that structure. And so I started making note cards as I read to kind of give myself a little bit more to work with and to study with. And that was useful. But I don't remember using note cards after that point. I probably should have. Like I would have, I should have used note cards in various math classes that would have been useful but i just was not someone who ever really got the habit it was like a one-off thing for u.s history mm-hmm. so it's been a long time since i personally have used note cards for my own sake i've helped Erin with note cards that she made for various chemistry courses in particular ochem mm-hmm. uh i would quiz her with those but yeah it's been a long time uh, so it sounds like your your primary usage of note cards has always been like the it, as flashcards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. I would say so. I mean, in history, they were kind of like note cards in the in the traditional sense. Like I was writing notes on them. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Like in real time, as opposed to like later on putting together just like terms and quick definitions. Like it was a bit more full featured in when i used them that way in high school but in my mind if you just said note card and like what would i use it for it would be like i'm gonna write two words on this thing Mm -hmm. and i just want something to like either for the sake of studying or i could imagine if i if i had some weird system that i didn't have technology for um like writing a bunch of things on note cards to move them around in front of me to like try and organize something, whatever yeah, that is. Figure out who right. the murderer is. Exactly. Exactly. Like I've I've heard of people like I've listened to podcasts of people who prefer to do that at times if things like feel particularly overwhelming. It's like go to paper, get note cards, just start filling them out and moving things around. Uh I've never felt inclined to do that, but I can see the use case for it. Mm-hmm. But if I were to do it, I would probably just, like, I have so much printer paper, I would just fold the printer paper and cut it up. Yeah. So. Interesting. Well, you kind of already touched on one thing I was going to ask you about. is Because, mm. like, I was thinking about note cards. And, like, most of my usage of note cards has always been as flashcards. But I've, I've used note cards for various other things, like, I don't know, like writing down a recipe or something. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I've never used a note card for, and I don't really think anyone does, is, like, taking notes. Or, yeah. like, 
it, it, the well, name just feels weird to me. I think of the name. I don't know when the name became note card because the real name, I feel like if you were to properly look us up, would be index card. Oh, you're totally right. Now Which makes, makes way more sense. Yeah, because <laughs> I've, I've seen them used as that, certainly. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't know when, like, the terminology note card was introduced and why we all started using it. But, uh, yeah, index card is much more descriptive. So, yeah, but I agree. It, it, it's still funny, though, that that term came about either way. Like, how did someone start calling it a note card when there's no real evidence that that's what people would want to use it for? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. It sounds like the world's worst, like, note-taking experience. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take notes during class on hey, this if you really, stack of loose-leaf really, cards. Yeah, if you really hated Cornell notes, try a stack of note cards. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. What happens if I do search note card? I never really thought about this. Think I should do a space or no space? Let's live on the edge, no, no space. Notes, no space for now. Okay, so note card, according to the dictionary on Google... A decorative card with a blank space for a short message. Mm. That's just what Google claims. That sounds Google, more like a Google, postcard. I agree. Google image search, everything is starting out with like index cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seems like... So here's an interesting picture. Let me... Uh, let me uh, send this image in. I'm going to send it in Skype. This actually does ring a bell. I feel like I was told to do this sometime in probably eighth grade for a research paper. Is this kind of mm-hmm. note card where you are taking an individual note about a thing Yep. with a source referenced on it. Mm-hmm. And so your stack of note cards is a sortable, in a sense, searchable, in a sense, uh, <laughs> set of individual pieces of information. Yeah, I remember having to do this almost exact thing for, like, writing a paper in some history class or something. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, because this, this has taken a bit of a resurgence. There's a tool uh, called Obsidian, which if you use it for, like, you can use it for a crazy number of things. But in short, it's just a very fancy text editor that initially was based around this sort of idea where, like, instead of having a text file where you keep lots and lots of notes. Instead, you keep lots and lots of very, very small individual text files that you connect with each other in various hmm. ways. Like you connect the pieces of information and then you can pretty easily slice and dice your individual text files and find like particular pieces of information and see how they're all connected. Hmm. So I, I've seen that in the last like year suddenly become very popular again but I, it's very much inspired by this idea of a note card. Well, we answered our question. That's why one might call it a note card. guess that's fair, yeah. It is a little note. Do you feel better now? Uh, that's a, <laughs> Do you feel that, inspired? That's Are you going to go buy some note cards tomorrow morning and oh, bring them into work? See, I'm not going to lie. I asked you about note cards because I looked at some things next to me on my desk in a stack of note cards. <laughs> or a, a little, actually, a little plastic note card caddy is one of them. Like, oh, like a, uh, a note card uh, sheath or holder or something. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Like, sure. I don't understand what you mean. Like, like the, the card box equivalent for a plastic card box equivalent for note cards. 
Well, it's kind of like a, like a, a very like miniature accordion binder. binder. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I loved my accordion binder in high school. Oh, I believe you 100%. <laughs> I wish I still You're knew where it was. You're just that kind of nerd. I used to still have all of my history notes in there. Oh, God. I've gotten better. I, don't, I haven't kept paper stuff quite as much. I haven't, well, I do have a lot of paper stuff still in my parents' house uh, in random drawers and stuff, but I wouldn't be upset if I threw some of those out. Because a lot of them I've already typed up and they're in Dropbox. So, <laughs> wow! I, I was gonna say I've thrown out a lot and I still have too much left. Like I have too much <laughs> left because I really should just get rid of pretty much all of it. I feel that there's a very small amount that I w- would even possibly ever reference. Yeah. Um, and they're more of like the very last things in college that, like half the reason to save them is because I took notes on expensive paper. <laughs> sure. And I just that's couldn't fair. bring myself to throw it away. Oh, that's right. Uh, journal update. Real quick. Ooh. I, I finished the moleskin on one-sided pieces of paper because it was bleeding through. So I started in the Rodia notebook. Mm-hmm. Rodia? Rodia. Rodia. Um, and just yesterday, I had kind of been really getting to the end of my current rollerball cartridge so i'd ordered a few more and yesterday i finally switched the cartridge and sure enough first of all it's a very stark difference it, my rollerball is starting to look like a ballpoint pen on this paper uh but changed the cartridge it's all nice and and you know wonderfully thick and smooth lines and even at points where a little bit too much ink got out um it's not bleeding through the paper Yay. so it's exactly what i hoped so, I figured I'd provide you that quick update. That's good. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just looked at what time it is. I'm sorry about this. It's okay. <laughs> Gosh, I, I just fell off into a little bit of a daze there. Speaking of days, we got Working Days by John Zakur and Scott Roberts. And both those names are pronounced 100% correctly, and you can't question me on it. Um, and so in this comic, we've got, we've got your, I'm going to say, quintessential uh, board, corporate boardroom. So we've got a, 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 um, a, a, a long table. Gosh, I was trying to say something about aspect ratio of this table, and I couldn't remember words. Um, we got a long table with the the classic um, big boss woman standing at the end of the table enthusiastically speaking to everyone. Everyone else clearly super enthused. And by super enthused, I mean they all look like they're dead inside. While she's uh, saying quite enthusiastically, we need an edge. And I found it. We'll make our apps Work on landlines. I think that's a really cool idea. If you can make that work, you beat the metaverse. (laughs) Like, if you can make apps work on a land, like, you can essentially put smartphone technology onto a phone that's still a dumb phone. Like, that's some, like, gotta be some VR shit at its finest. I 
I think just because you swore, I'm just going to edit there, so I don't have to do anything later. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit in a rush tomorrow, so.